0: Hello my friends and welcome to Project Relationship You. My name is Adina Barlow and I am a life coach who teaches you how to have an amazing relationship with yourself so you can have a wonderful relationship with everybody else. It has been six months since I've done a podcast because it has been six months since my son was born. And oh man, having a baby is so much fun and so much work that a lot of other things get put on the back ben- back burner. And that's fine. That is just what I want. And today, I'm gonna talk about your inner child. Having, an, having a child myself has really helped me see that the inner child work I've done over the years has given me so much space mentally and emotionally to be present for and adapt to my my child, my son. So I wanna share that with you today. And it's wonderful, it's raining right now, there's thunder, there's lightning, so you might hear that in the background. But I think we'll make it through anyway. (laughs) If you haven't heard of inner child work, what it is, is basically working with different aspects of yourself or your nervous system. Our experiences, especially ones that have an emotional trigger, they stay with us for a long time, for life even. That's why some memories you you can't get out of your brain and, and other things like you just don't remember them. Well, the ones that were really highly emotionally triggered they stay with you and they influence the way you live your life now. And, and that all happens subconsciously. It's kind of like when you burn your finger on the stove, you don't have to think, oh, I might burn my finger on the stove to, to avoid the stove after that. You just avoid the stove. <laughs> or rather, you're careful with it. You avoid the, you know, putting your fingers where it's gonna be hot well this happens with relationship stuff too let's say for example you got real angry when you were a child and somebody smacked you for it what that would have done is trained you that it's not safe to be angry and it's not you know it's a very um it doesn't take many times to to train some things into your nervous system when they're highly emotionally charged, and that might be a, a bad example for for something that's a one-and-done training. But let's say um, let's say you lost a parent or a sibling, um, or let's say you fell and and broke something severely. You know, those sort of things really stay with us. And so with inner child work, what we're doing is we're basically kind of being an investigator. We want to go, we want to find out with some of the triggers we have now, we want to find out where they're from and we want to change them. And here's the cool thing about our nervous system is it doesn't actually know the difference between imagination and reality. As long as it's emotionally charged it it will act as though it's true so let's say for example that that you have a memory there's a big lightning big thunder let's say you have a memory of being punished severely for talking back to a parent or a caregiver or expressing anger and now You find that it's a problem because you stuff down your anger until you can't hold it anymore and then you explode or you walk away You keep people at arm's length because you don't want and it's subconscious right but you don't want to get angry at them or maybe if they get angry at you you can't handle it at all and you walk away or you shut down or you get defensive well if we go back into that memory through what's called somatic dialogue, which I've, I've talked about on this podcast before, if we go back through that memory and connect it with our emotions and with our body, and make it safe to express anger, that's gonna change the way, that's gonna change your relationship to anger now. It's going to help you feel safe enough to express or be around anger now and manage it in a healthy way. So with inner child work, we can go back and do lots of things. For example, um, one of my early childhood memories, my mom left, I think I was probably three, and she left for drug rehab for a couple of weeks. And of course, like, as a three-year-old, I didn't understand what was going on. And I'm sure the adults told me she'd be back. But, but the emotion that stayed with me was terror that, that she was leaving and, and might not come back. And, and deep sadness and grief. She was my best friend. She was my protector. And I didn't know what was going on. And I chased her car down the road, and um, and then finally walked back home. and And one of the one of the other people there made me popcorn and uh, put raisins in it to help me feel better. Well, this memory, what it ha- what it does now is it triggers fear of abandonment, and how that shows up is. When somebody says they're going to be somewhere and then they don't, or they're really late, or um, or even if somebody agrees to something and then just bails, or or you know doesn't um, doesn't follow through, my reaction, my response is much bigger than it would otherwise be. And it's harder to handle because my nervous system responds with that um, abandonment trigger. So the way I work with that is go back into the memory of my inner three-year-old and imagine being my adult self with her, or even having other adults around, giving her lots of empathy Helping her grieve her loss and allowing her to express all of her fears and emotions and and taking her and giving her snuggles and Playing with her and and just offering so much reassurance. I could even go back and imagine Having video calls with her even though at the time there wasn't such thing (laughs) but again the point is my nervous system Is what holds on to the memories and the emotions of that memory and so if I change the memory with emotion now so that's where the somatic work comes in where I ground the new memories into the sensations of my body now and into and like be aware of the emotions that come up with the new memory and expand on those then it it's basically it's like <clears throat> painting over a picture or modifying a picture that I had previously painted. So so that when I see something that's more supportive to my life now, and and we might say, well, oh, you're just lying to yourself. Well, sure, but all of our memories, like, None of us remember everything one hundred percent. It's not all true. And the point isn't to be fully true. The point is to have our nervous systems adjusted to to work for us now, to be um, supportive to our lives and relationships now. And so if that if that's, using our imagination to change something, that's something we can do. That's empowerment right there. And a lot of times, trigger stuff is based on disempowerment. It's based on not being able to change something awful that happened. Like I wasn't able to help my mom come back or to, you know, to make her come back at the time, although she did later, um, she did after two weeks. But that day, that's in my memory, I couldn't change that. However, I could change how my nervous system responds to that scenario. And I can change the thing I'm focused on now around people leaving and coming back. So it's fascinating work. It's work that I do with all of my clients. It comes up. with somatic dialogue we we make space for our emotions now and and then look for the memory that that first created that big emotion and then just see what that aspect of ourselves needed and give it to them through our imagination and it is really powerful stuff it really works so if you are interested in that contact me I'm happy to talk about it, to work with you on it. Or if you know another therapist or counselor who does inner child work that you're seeing already, I encourage you to inquire about it, to ask them if they can work with your inner child. And and just as you go along in your daily lives, imagine anytime you feel big painful emotions, imagine your younger self, let's say, um, two to five years old. Imagine that part of yourself is the one feeling those big emotions. How would you want to treat a two to five year old feeling the emotions that you feel right now? I hope you wouldn't yell at them. I hope you wouldn't reject them or tell them to stop feeling that way. I hope you, would, you wouldn't would just distract them as though that emotion is something to be ignored and shoved down. I hope instead you would ask that aspect of yourself, like, oh, you're feeling frustration right now, or you're feeling sad. Yeah, of course you feel sad. Have some empathy for yourself, for that two to five-year-old aspect of yourself. Of course you feel sad, this and this happened. And it could be something right now. Let's say let's say you feel sad because A project at work was rejected. Well to your nervous system, to your inner two to five-year-old, they were rejected and maybe that triggered some some memory and maybe it's unconscious too but but an emotional memory of being rejected as a kid and feeling alone or isolated or scared or ashamed. So I encourage you to Give yourself space to feel your emotions and imagine you have a two to five year old that is feeling that, and try to treat them the, a healthy way, a way that you would have liked to be treated then, so that they can process the emotion, they slash you, can process the emotions and move forward without pain. Make space for that those painful emotions. That's the only way through it. It doesn't actually work to shove it down or ignore it. Anyway, it is... It's hard work because so many of us were taught that our emotions are bad. However, it's very important work and it does get easier. And it will help you communicate with the people around you and have empathy for them as well. To have space for their emotions. And then they'll feel safer with you and you'll feel safer with them you'll be able to have a closer, more connected, joyful relationship because when the painful stuff comes up, you can talk about it, you can process it, and you can let it go. So do the work, it's it's worth it, I promise, and I'm happy to help you. If you want, contact me, go to www.edinabarlow.com. You can find ways to plug into my support there or even call me for a consultation and and i just want to say thank you thank you for all the work that you do to help yourself heal because it really does make a big difference in the whole world one ripple at a time like the work you're doing to heal yourself is helping heal our collective pain and we need that so thank you